0: listening to told by Olay" episode four tell me about the bounce back this episode is the exploration of failure and the decision to move or stay down la, 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 la. at some point in high school i began to go on a downward spiral getting grades that were just about average and i was comfortable doing the bare minimum have you ever gone through this the I really don't care phase? This was my entire junior year of high school. I couldn't be bothered and I wasn't going to force myself to study things that I didn't care about. So I went with emotions. I knew what I knew and the rest would take care of itself. I'm sure we all know that junior year is the year that matters the most when thinking about college as it's These grades that the schools will look at to decide if you're smart enough to be a student at their institution. Well, these schools did not think that your girl was smart enough. I was rejected from just about all my top schools. I'll tell you what, realizing that I had failed myself and, well, pretty much played myself, forced me to cry like a baby. When I received acceptance to the College of Staten Island, a.k.a. CSI, I was not pleased, and I was discouraged. I beat myself up about this for weeks, so much so that I began to ignore the emails from the school. And I delayed accepting their offer because at this time I felt like I was being punished. I couldn't accept their offer because I couldn't accept my faith. Even though I felt like I was being punished, I was not being punished. I was simply reaping what I sown. Let me explain how this felt like the worst thing in the world. Emotionally, I felt rejected and not enough. And on the rational side, well, I've got a list. CSI, number one was like my fifth choice. Why would I be happy about this? This school didn't have anything that I was remotely interested in studying. I just put it on there as like a backup plan. I don't know, I needed to put five schools, so I put CSI. Number two, it was across the water. As in you had to get on a bridge to get there. As in the Verrazano Bridge to get there. I lived in Brooklyn, I lived at the end of Brooklyn at that in Coney Island at the time. And without a license, this meant that my commute would be about two and a half hours, sometimes three hours on public transportation. No one wants to ride the MTA for that long. And number three, everyone knows Staten Island is, well, one of the wackest boroughs in NY. I don't know why this even mattered, but it did. And no offense to my Staten Islanders, But y'all know that I have not told a lie. Oh, and number four, my job was in Brooklyn. And I was not going to quit that job. I needed that job to get through school. This just honestly all felt like the worst thing that could happen to me. But at that point, it was what it was. And I had to accept that because this was the only school that accepted me. I swallowed that hard pill... And the first time I commuted to CSI, I knew that this could not be forever. I took the bus to the train, to another bus, and to another bus before reaching campus. It was rough. But once it became a part of my regularly scheduled program, I guess it wasn't so bad. But I knew that this wasn't what I was going to do forever. I knew that this ride could not be my life for the next four years. Absolutely no way. But I had a plan, though. I was gonna finish my freshman year here and get all A's and transfer out of there as fast as I could sophomore year. I set out to do just that, and I shocked myself by actually getting straight A's my first semester. I just wish I did this in high school before I got to this point. But I guess you live and learn, right? My first semester on campus was four days a week, juggling four classes and work. Truthfully, I probably was exhausted, but I just knew I had to make up for my high school feelings. I had to put my feelings aside this time around and focus on the goal. At some point during my first semester, I bumped into a classmate from high school, and we discussed our schedules, and he told me that he's only on campus Tuesdays and Thursday. I needed him to explain this level of sorcery further. How could you only be on campus twice a week? It didn't make sense to me. I needed him to make it make sense. He explained, and I quickly learned that most courses were scheduled as follows. Tuesdays and Thursdays, or Monday and Wednesday, or converted to a three-hour evening class once a week. Learning this was gold. This was the start of me learning how to navigate the City University of New York system, a.k.a. the CUNY system. And after this, the process of registering for classes became second nature. I started telling everyone about this trick. And as soon as all the classes were posted, I added them to my cart and waited for registration day to quickly click register while I prayed to God that the classes weren't already full. Because that would be a disaster. This method was a success. And it led to me cutting down the amount of time I would spend commuting up to Staten Island. And it meant that I could put in more hours at work, which was very important to me. By the second semester, I applied to three other CUNY schools. My top choice, the City College, followed by Baruch, followed by Lehman. I don't know why I put that there. I didn't care for that school, but I had no choice. It was a decent alternative. I knew I wanted to study business, but I also wanted a career that would allow me to be creative. I felt that the city college had the strongest program options for me. And it was also one of CUNY's top schools and was once nicknamed the Poorman's Harvard. I'm sorry, but I'm rich in Jesus' name, so that Poorman part doesn't apply. (laughs) This was a happy medium between business, creative, and affordability. By the summer of 2014, my freshman year of college was complete. I was very proud of myself, honestly. Even after taking a torturous business law class that I almost failed, I managed to maintain a 3.8 GPA. When it was time to register for classes again, I was excited and ready to pick my two-day schedule. Gold, man. Gold. I registered for classes around the end of July, early August. And then, one morning during that summer break in August, I was riding the train to work and I saw an email from CUNY City College. We are pleased to inform you of your acceptance into City College. Mind blown. Mind blown. I mean, at this point, I was geared up and ready for another semester at CSI. To be honest, I didn't even think my application was being considered because I needed a certain amount of credits before I could even transfer. So I wasn't expecting to hear until the following semester was complete. But... God was doing some work. And in his time, which is always the right time, I received a letter of acceptance from the cop. But God was doing some work. And he... But God was doing some work. And in his time, which is the right time, I received the letter of acceptance from a school that rejected me just a year ago. Honestly, I was so excited that I had to share the news I shared it with my siblings first, sent them a text message, a screenshot of the email with the question, do you see this? Is this really real? They followed up with, girl, it's real. Congratulations, yinks. This meant that I was on the path to accomplishing greatness. Once I sent in my acceptance to the college, I took the trip up to City College, which is in Harlem. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Also, very, very far. But I didn't care. I registered for classes right away. The commute didn't matter. I was just glad to be there. My new school was about to be amazing, And it truly was. It was a great experience. Granted, I do wish that I socialized a little more and enjoyed the craziness of undergrad. But I came in with the sole intention of excelling and maintaining my GPA. So there was no time for socializing and enjoying the wildness of undergrad. And plus, I was a commuter, so the luxuries of undergrad at away school, I did not have. (laughs) There was no time for that because your girl was grinding from school to work every day. Then it was school to work to internship to volunteering. I literally had just enough travel time in between to get from campus to Crown Heights. Some days I wouldn't eat a real meal until 6 or 7 or even until I got home around 10.30 p.m. Did I mention that I was a cashier in a crazy grocery store? Oh man, listen, the things I saw there. Heard and experienced. So crazy. But it taught me a ton about customer service, perseverance, patience, merchandising, all that good stuff, and my boss was hella cool, so that was a plus. But let's get back to the school business. I was officially a CCNY beaver. Though exciting, CCNY came with new challenges because school now wasn't just about passing classes for the sake of passing. It was about understanding what was being taught and figuring out if these courses were the right fit and if I was on the right track for success. It was about working towards a career. So I applied to the competitive and selective ad PR program with a personal statement and a booming transcript. And by God's grace, I was accepted. Another hurdle. Phew. That's what college was. A series of hurdles. They come from all corners sometimes. But every time I'd get over another hurdle and was drawing near to the finish line, I knew that it was worth it. Sometimes I wish I took school seriously earlier. I wish I never entered the I don't care phase. But I guess sometimes we have to go through some things to become better. Maybe if i gotten into one of my top choices, I'd still be a slacker. Just going with emotions and not taking anything seriously unequipped and unwilling to jump over the hurdles to get through failure we have to be willing to own the failure and own the part we play in it speak to ourselves and decide if we want to be better tomorrow and i know not all failures are so simple or black and white but the thing is you are you and failure is failure and you are bigger than your failures. Those moments of failing don't define you but instead help shape your response to the new levels that God wants to take you to. The experiences that I went through to get to this point taught me that failure isn't fatal. Failure isn't the end when it feels like it. If you are current Failure isn't the end even when it feels like it. If you are currently feeling like you failed yourself, failed your family or friends, failed your job or even failed God, only moment when you, the protagonist of your life, comes to an aha moment, the moment of maybe self-discovery, the moment where you learn something new about your character, where you can learn your strengths, where you can learn your weaknesses, where you can pick yourself back up and get back in the game, the moment where you bounce back. I want to challenge you as we start this new month of August to recognize maybe two or three failures or shortcomings and think about how you responded to them and how they've played a role in who you are now. Think about how you'll bounce back from the next failure because even as we bounce back and jump through hurdles, Life will always come with its challenges. Yeah. You just heard Toby Olay, episode four, Tell Me About the Bounce back. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope that you were able to change the way you look at failure if you haven't already. Kind of like just decided to look at failure as an opportunity to grow and learn um, and to be better. So tell me, Are you going to partake in this bounce back challenge? Are you going to spend some time thinking about a time you failed and was able to recover stronger than you started? Are you the kind of person who has allowed failure to keep you trapped? Or have you allowed it to be a motivator for your growth? These are things that you'll discover as you partake in this challenge of acknowledging and recognizing failure and its impact this month. I want you to remember that hardship is a part of the process. And as you do that, study books like Romans 5.3 or 2 Timothy 2.3 or 1 Peter 4.12. And as you do that, continue to take it one day at a time and one step at a time so you can bounce back. Thank you for tuning into Told by LA, a lifestyle perspective podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and check out previous episodes and share with family, friends, colleagues, and anyone you think would also enjoy. Visit ToadBiolay.com for more information about the podcast. And be sure to follow on Instagram at ToldByLA for more updates and motivational content.